A five-pack on Fantasy Football Today in Five. Five players who will gain or lose value after the NFL Draft. Let's do it right now on Fantasy Football Today in Five. All right, what's going on? Closer and closer to the NFL Draft. Very excited, but you shouldn't be too excited if you, say, have Benny Snell in a dynasty league. Adam Azer and Heath Cummings here. Okay, Heath, player number one, who's going to gain or lose value in the after the NFL Draft? would say if you have Benny Snell in a dynasty league, you are very comfortable not being excited. Um, <laughs> I would say, like, let's start with quarterbacks. It's been the offseason of quarterbacks. I Cam Newton springs to mind because the Patriots could either increase his value or decrease his value. If they go get an actual good wide receiver, now, first off, we'll probably have to start questioning if that receiver is good if the Patriots draft them. But <laughs> that could really, like, they've done a lot to improve his weaponry. And that would kind of show that they're committed to him for this year. At the same time, they could move up and and draft Justin Fields, and Cam might just be a caretaker. I'm going to combine the next two here, a couple of running backs. Mike Davis with the Falcons, Benny Snell with the Steelers. I'm not even entertaining the idea that Benny Snell is going to be a fantasy starter. Uh, how, how about you? No, I, I mostly have not. But So I, I guess from where we're currently viewing him, Benny Snell only has upside. True. Um, even without another running back on the team, I've got him in the 40s in my running back rankings. So Davis is the interesting one because the Falcons went out and got him. Like they, they made him a priority. I still assume they did that because he's such a high quality backup. But if we go through the first two days of the draft and the Falcons don't have another running back, first off, I'm going to have to adjust my uh, Falcons run pass splits in my projections. And second off, Mike Davis is going to be a top 20 running back. As of right now, they have picks four. 35 and 68 in the top 100. Those are their first three picks for the Falcons, four, 35, and 68. Now, here's an interesting one. You brought up T. Higgins. I know you want to talk about T. Higgins, and they have the fifth pick and could definitely take a wide receiver there. I guess what I would say is A.J. Green got a ton of targets last year, and Higgins still thrived. So does that, you know, does that make him a little bit more bulletproof in that respect? I wouldn't call it like right now. I view T Higgins as someone who has the potential to possibly jump into like the top 15 at wide receiver. Like he, ha- if he actually becomes the true alpha number one and Tyler Boyd's a number two in this offense, then I think you could see Higgins. I mean, this, the, the sky's the limit. If they go draft Jamar chase, then T Higgins is no better than number two on this team, most likely for the long-term future. And he might be number three. So, yeah, I think it would have a big impact on him if they went and got Chase. Now, if they if they drop back a little bit, I mean, obviously the thing that would help the most if they went and got Penny Sewell, Sewell and right. we could actually see Joe Burrow sit in the pocket for a little while. It'd be really interesting to see how we feel about it if they don't take a wide receiver fifth, but maybe they'd take him 38th, take 138th. It could be a really good player, too. Um, day two is going to... Day two is typically more interesting than, than day one. This year might be different because it's so loaded with offense. But day two, obviously, you have two rounds. You'll have a lot of running backs go off the board. And TJ Hawkinson. All right, so if the Lions take a wide receiver in round one, seventh overall, let's say, or maybe they trade back, they still take a wide receiver in round one. I, I don't think you love Hawkinson to begin with. How are you going to feel with him if they take a receiver? I don't... It's not that I dislike Hawkinson. It's just that I think he may be being drafted as if he's already taken a leap that he's not yet taken. And he's in a situation right now with the top three wide receivers on the team are Tyrell Williams, Quintez Cephas, and Brashad Perryman. He might get 140 targets, but that's probably not going to be the case. I'll be very interested in what type of target the Lions add at wide receiver. I anticipate they'll add one in the first two rounds. 
there are a lot of small shifty slot type guys. And those are the guys whose routes often conflict with tight ends and take those types of targets from tight ends. So right now they've got a bunch of big outside wide receivers. Hawkinson gets the entire field, middle of the field to operate by himself. More interested to see if they take somebody who might uh, infringe on that. I'm nervous about Mark Andrews here. Uh, How do you feel about that? You know, same thing with same reason, basically for Hawkinson, but you're talking about a team that's, the front runner, I'd say, to throw the fewest passes in the NFL. I don't want to see them add someone. And they they are certainly in the market for a wide receiver, and they've already added uh, Sammy Watkins. I would like. I think they might add someone, but I just don't know what the likelihood is that person's better than Mark Andrews. Like they added Miles Boykin and Marquise Brown. Um, they're not as good as Mark Andrews. He's been Lamar Jackson's best target and i think he's an elite tight end so i'm not particularly worried about him okay much more on this on tomorrow's full-length episode rather today's full-length episode tuesday's full-length episode of fantasy football today follow and stream us on spotify or anywhere else you listen to podcasts for heath cummings i'm adam azer we'll talk to you tomorrow on fantasy football today follow